Hey there, welcome to the Seinfeld Podcast. I'm Chris. As always, I've got Craig and Laura with me. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. How are you guys? I'm good. Um, I got fired my DVR. I think I watched the wrong episode, and Laura did too. Well, I mean, I will say that Netflix and like IMDb, their numbering is not the same. Right. So, because I think on Netflix, the what is it? The the pitch and the ticket, right? Yeah. It's one episode. One episode. Yeah. Right. And in IMDb, it's two separate. <laughs> so I was watching episode <clears throat> four, which is the next one for next week. <laughs> so um, whatever. Yeah. And what confuses me too is like, I, I have the DVDs and I was, was watching it for a while there, but you guys are telling me the order was wrong. I watched the wrong one that way too. And I started to watch these based off YouTube TV, the shows I taped. And yeah, that's where we got confused last week because on YouTube TV, they split the two episodes too. So, yeah. oh, well, well, we're so, making it. Craig's going to be our hero. Craig's going <laughs> to be the guy we're leaning on. Well, I did watch this episode like a week ago. So, oh, because okay. <laughs> the way the way Netflix does it is, it's all one episode. There's no real like natural stopping point. So, but I think I've I've got enough here to to, to go with it, and we'll, well we'll get by. Maybe this will be a good time to pitch Cash App because if you download yeah. Cash App, you attach your account to it, we'll send you. Well, not we. Cash App will send you five bucks. Had a big argument on the show I did last night with uh, the other two guys, Paul and Joe. I do it with. They're like, "We're not paying for if you, they download Cash App." I'm like, "No, Cash App will pay you." So here's my pitch. You might be like, "I can't believe most of these guys didn't watch it on time or watch the wrong episode." <laughs> well, if what? Uh, how how much? How many people would need to download Cash App for this to make sense? Maybe two hundred thousand. So if two hundred thousand, if you download Cash App. <laughs> Craig, Laura, and I can all quit our jobs, and we'll have all day to watch Seinfeld. It'll yeah, be great. Yeah. Hey, I think right. Wouldn't two hundred thousand do it? Maybe a, a maybe million a little more. Yeah, maybe a little more if we're gonna split it up. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, two hundred thousand be a million. We only get what three hundred thirty-three thousand, three hundred thirty-three. So yeah. we probably need at least six hundred thousand downloading the app. And all you gotta do is download the app, and we're not asking you to change your life. Just put another app on your phone. It'd be great. All right, well, let's talk about this show, The Ticket. As <laughs> Craig, you talk for a half hour, and we'll, we'll <laughs> Lord and I'll duck out. How about that? Uh, no, but this is the second part of uh, the wallet, right? No, this is part two no. of the. <laughs> okay, sorry. I got the wall in my brain. Yeah, yeah, sorry. The pitch was episode, the first episode, the first part of this episode, and then the ticket is this episode that we're talking. So the pitch is George and Jerry's idea to NBC to have a show about nothing. Right. And now we get into the, which is, again, this is, you know, I think I said this last week, this this episode is kind of a flimsy two-part episode. It's not, they're not bad individually. They're pretty good individually, I think. But as a singular episode, trying to like say that this is one cohesive episode, I don't believe so. And that's why it's kind of strange that Netflix has it as just a 46-minute episode and really doesn't have any natural breaks in it to make you think that it's a different episode coming. So I'm not sure what it looked like when it aired on TV because, if I'm not mistaken, this aired at the same this aired on the same day. So this was an hour-long 
yeah. special. But yeah, I'm I'm a little weary about what the cutoff point is. Yeah. But I think the cutoff would be that they get right to their apartment and then maybe the, the next episode transitions into them getting the phone call maybe about getting the uh, the acceptance of their pitch to NBC. Right. Yeah, because I've got the second part on and it starts out at Jerry's apartment. Okay. Uh, where Kramer comes in. And, you know, my man, Kramer walks in because he had the... Uh, he was hit in the head by Crazy Joe Devola. He forgets to sh- dress and shave half his body. Yeah. Uh, well, this uh, this leads into some fun physical comedy with Michael Richards, obviously, uh, with one pant leg on and the other pant leg exposed, and his you know his whole left side is hanging out basically, and he's he's shocked. He can't believe that he forgot to put his pants on, and uh, this uh, sort of leads to the. The comedy that ensues with with Kramer being maybe uh, concussed from this Joe Devola attack. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember uh, I like sharing embarrassing stories about myself. Once uh, we had a contest at elementary school to see who can get dressed first, like the boys or the girls, because it was <laughs> we were taking contest. way too. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they had separate locker rooms and everything. <laughs> and I think the teacher was just ticked because nobody, you know, was taking everyone two hours to get dressed. So I was trying to win the contest, and my pants were on, but they weren't all the way zipped. So I'm <laughs> walking up with unzipped pants, and, uh, you know, they're part way down my body, and the teacher's like, Chris, what are you doing? <laughs> trying to win this contest. But <laughs> thankfully it happened probably, what was it, in the 1980s, because it was 2022. I'd probably been canceled, and I probably could never have a full-time job after that. But Thankfully, if I did that, I did that back in the past. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I felt crazy. This. You might get canceled right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just getting a call from HR. What's going on? Oh, man, <laughs> darn it. All right. Well, um, yeah, so that was fun. And I, I think we're starting to really get a steady flow of what makes Kramer Kramer. You're seeing a lot more physical comedy. And I'm all in. Great stuff. Yeah, this is good Kramer here. Um, obviously, he's kind of been known to, to incorporate the physical comedy, but then here he's sort of concussed, so he's like this dumbfounded just buffoon, essentially, because he, he, he his mind is warped from being hit in the head by Joe Devola. So, you know, here he, here he goes with physical comedy and uh, sort of his buffoonery. Yeah, he randomly says, yo, yo, ma, sprouts uh, gibberish. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm all in. Um, NBC gives another meeting for the plot or the pilot for to Jerry and George, and um, Jerry throws out watch his parents gave him, saying it always runs slow. Did you guys ever get rid of uh, gifts from your parents? All the time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we all probably do to some degree. I mean, in, in this case, like. I mean, you just kind of wonder, like, does the watch, can you not reset the watch? Or, like, what's what's sort of the issue there? But, you know, at, at the end of the day, throwing the watch away, you know, he probably didn't have to. He probably could have fixed it. Well, and then, you know, on the way, he meets Uncle Leo. And Laura said this in the past. There's no bad Seinfeld uh, appearance from Uncle Leo. Uncle Leo always <laughs> brings the goods. He picks something out of the, the, the watch out of the gar- garbage after Jerry and George leave. Yeah. I don't think I ever remember picking something up yeah. out of the garbage. <laughs> Have you guys? 
No. No. But Seinfeld, also, Seinfeld characters seem to like doing that, though. Yes. Whether it's yes. a watch or an eclair, you know? Oh, yeah. I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> I love that. I can't wait till we get there. Yeah. And then if you remember in the uh, first episode, um, or the first part of this episode, uh, the big trade happened where uh, a helmet for a um, radar system and uh, unfortunately for um, Newman, the radar wasn't working, so Newman gets a speeding ticket. So Kramer says he's going to be the alibi for Newman's uh, speeding ticket, which I thought was good. Yeah, and it's 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 funny because they go through all this trouble for a $75 ticket. Now, granted, I get it. No one wants to get a ticket whenever you can avoid it. Why not? But, you know, Newman goes through this whole big, you know, dramatic trial <laughs> to avoid being fined $75. Yeah. When all he they needed to do was have Kramer say, "I gave him a metal detector that doesn't work," yeah. <laughs> yes. so he didn't actually know how fast he was driving. Definitely. Well, he well, probably still would have gotten a ticket, though. I would right. imagine. That's but true. and Kramer might have had to pay actually. <laughs> now, great. This is a seventy-five dollar ticket. So, I mean, the worst. Newman could get us have to pay the 75 bucks. But if you're on trial for anything, yeah, you want some friends you can rely on to, to help you give your story. But make sure your friends don't have a concussion before they testify. <laughs> I don't know who to blame more for this. Uh, you know, should Kramer have admitted he had a concussion or should Newman have checked him out a little bit more before he, he took the stand? You know, kind of don't you always think Kramer has a little bit of a concussion? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's true. I guess they, this is really good. Um, this is really good Newman too, by the way. Yeah. I mean, just the way he acts in the courtroom, you know, where he's like, he's trying to be like Arnie Becker, you know, from right. You guys probably don't even know who that is. Um, <laughs> from LA Law, um, and he, you know the way he like Joe goes in right face to face with Kramer and. Yeah. And not to mention the worst cover story ever. I mean, yes. who's going to commit suicide because they couldn't become a banker? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think I think this was a this was a really good Newman episode and, you know, probably since it's not so far apart from, you know, the episode with Keith Hernandez as well, another good Newman episode. Oh, I think yeah. they finally found their voice with Newman here by now yeah. and and yeah, you're right. The courtroom drama was hilarious and, and just over the top. And you know, I think it was so it was so funny that he's trying to like tell Kramer who's got to. It, it's almost like he didn't realize that Kramer was injured. He just you know because like you said, you know, isn't Kramer always concussed? He kind of he kind of brings that you know gives that appearance that maybe he's not always paying attention. So. I'm yeah. kind of surprised that he tried to give him such a long story to remember, although it wasn't too long, but it seemed like maybe he was trying it was trying to be too convoluted with all the detail and he just needed to be like I wasn't feeling myself and I just had to kill myself or whatever. And it, and it becomes like a physical comedy. Yeah. You know, they hit the judge with the flag and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean yep. it's just crazy. Newman just keeps getting sillier and sillier. Which is great. Yeah. Which um, is like vintage, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to uh, totally fantastic. I I'm, and uh, I lost my notes. <laughs> it's been one of those days, guys. Um, apologize for that. Um, uh, what came next that you guys wanted to talk about as I bring my notes back up? 
I didn't really like this episode too much for Elaine. She didn't really have much yeah. to do at all. I think the only scene, if, if anything, the only scene in this particular episode was when she was with uh, Dr. Reston, I think it, it is. Yeah. And she just, like, leaves. It, I, I mean, I don't even really remember what it was all about, but this was definitely George, Jerry, Newman, and Kramer kind of episode, which, you know, they all did well with with what they had, but yeah, it's kind of a throwaway here for Elaine too, unfortunately. Well, this is, um, she, the next episode is when she comes back from maternity leave. Right. Yeah, so true. she, uh, they, I mean, that might've been filmed even before she left. That's true. Yeah. That was her, it was her psychiatrist basically. So she went, yeah, that's right. so that's she right. started a relationship with her psychiatrist and they went to Tuscany. No. Yeah. yeah they were, they yeah. were somewhere. They weren't. Yeah. Tuscany's the the conductor though, the maestro. Yeah, the maestro. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because to me this episode was more slapstick, especially when you look at, um, and you know sometimes you get a good straight character is a good foil for a slapstick. But I I've been watching a lot since I got YouTube TV. I've been watching a lot more of New, New Adventures of Old Christine, which I actually love. Yeah, she's amazing in that show, and I kind of miss the goofy Elaine that, you know, Julie Louise Dreyfus plays so well on New Adventures of Old Christine, but she plays Christine on that show, and I, I wish she was kind of a little bit more goofy on Seinfeld sometimes, but she was great on Seinfeld too, but yeah. uh, Craig, have you ever watched New Adventures of Old Christine? Yeah, I mean, I've watched it. My wife actually uh, kind of binge-watched it uh, oh. late, late last year. So I, I, every now and then I'd, I'd be in the room and watching it, or I'd catch a few minutes of it here and there. I mean, it's, you know, from what I remember seeing, I think it was it was solid. I mean, uh, that's part of the, you know, part of the sitcom is you're going to get some slapstick. But I thought it was pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. I mean, where, very, very where quirky. Where did What's you that? Say, where did you say you're watching it? Oh, uh, YouTube TV. Why well, I, I just said it's a DVR and I'll go through and watch old episodes of it. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, very good. And it should be on HBO Max. I don't know if it still is because that company is going through a weird time right now, so I don't know if they're getting rid of stuff like that or not, but it was on HBO Max and it might still be. Well, well, that's why you shared the account, Craig, because somebody lives with you like we talked about the other week. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah. 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 I, I was starting to explain how I'm doing YouTube TV on uh, Laura. And um, Craig was laughing at me, so I made up some story about how the guy I'm sharing it with needs a place to live. So I said, "Hey, you can move him with me. You just got to share YouTube TV." So I have YouTube a, TV too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Man, maybe we could share it too if you're in the same market as me. I, I don't <laughs> think we could do that though, because um, no. you're in Cleveland and Columbus, so I think they yeah. would find that out. But again, when you have someone living in your same house. Not in separate houses in the Columbus area. Yeah, you know, it makes it a lot easier. So. <laughs> I don't know. That's my alibi if YouTube TV wants to uh, yeah. assume you like. Don't, don't get a concussion. You'll forget your alibi. Yeah. yeah. Or if, or Craig will have a concussion, and I, I just, he won't help me out. I, yeah. I see how that works. So, um, yeah. Okay, so afterwards, uh, George and Jerry, they meet with NBC. And they say, hey, you get to go ahead for a pilot. And, you know, you think the money would mean more to Jerry because, you know, that's part of his income. If he gets a pilot, if he appears on a show, if he's at a comedy club. But George is kind of just hanging on. And George kind of 
um, pretty much invites himself to be a writer for the show. And George gets mad because it's only 13000 bucks. Yeah. Shouldn't George be happy? It should be like a, you know, oh, I'm so glad you're giving me anything. And, you know, he, he doesn't think he's getting enough. Yeah, but I think the problem with that is, is that George is so consumed by this working and being a moneymaker that anything under 50 or 60 was disappointing. He kept bringing up, you know, what uh, was it, Ted Danson made or whatever. And so he was so consumed financially. Jerry, this is just an extra for Jerry. This is just additional income. Doesn't really need it. George needs it. And I think that's why he's so heartbroken because he thought he was going to be set up for a while with a payday from, you know, a TV studio or from NBC here in this case. I like this too. Um, you know, the, um, the, uh, George is saying, Hey, I see crazy Joe DeVoy. There's a police guy there. Uh, can you help us out? And the police guy's like, let me eat my sandwich first before I escort you out. I don't think that's that bad of a thing. I mean, unless Jerry and George is somewhere to go. Right. Well, he had said that he was just going to have what a muffin was it? I forget. He said initially it was going to be a muffin, and uh, that he'd you know walk them out and make sure they're safe. But why isn't he doing that? Or why isn't like another officer coming? If if there's someone that fears fears for their life, if that officer's on break or whatever, wouldn't you like call it in to someone else saying, hey, you know, we might need yeah. some escort here, instead of like waiting and waiting and waiting for the guy to get done with his break if he's on break, you know, which he's eating, so he must be on break. So let him have his break. But you're in a good moment. You're in a good position if you're Jerry and George because, yeah, he's on break, but if Joe DeVola comes in and attacks him, I, I'm sure the police well, guy would be right, able to get right. in his break and help out. Yeah. I always, I, I, I always kind of forget, like, why they're so afraid of Joe DeVola, though. I mean, do they... Not- but do they really fear like he's going to see them like in the city of New York when there's millions of people out and about all over the place? Like, well, he kicked Kramer in the head. He did kick Kramer yeah. in the head. That's true. But well, he threatened. Didn't he threaten uh, Jerry? I think he did threaten Jerry. Yeah. 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 So you got to watch your back. And, <laughs> you know, it is New York City, but I think all the main people live in the same general area. So you never know. Yeah. You might run into them. And, uh, I'm surprised NBC's taking scripts from Joe DeVola. Because remember last episode, you know, he's like, I'm dropping he off the script. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it works that way now. Do you think, Laura? you think you can just drop by Netflix and say, hey, here's the script, you know? And just like, Yeah, you probably can, but right. I mean, for it to be considered yeah. as a whole other subject. Right. <laughs> they wait till you leave and they throw it in the trash after you. Yeah. You give him a script, so I don't even think it would get that far, you know. Yeah, it's probably drop it while you were still standing there. <laughs> well, if it was Netflix a couple years ago when they were had all kinds of money to give, maybe they would. Yeah, yeah, for a while, Netflix was taking a lot of stuff, so uh, that's when we should have dropped our script off of Netflix. So, yeah. um, kind of interesting. I'm not gonna rip on uh, Seinfeld for this because again, this was like 30 years ago. But, you know, interesting scene, you know, Elaine's in Europe with her therapist, and, you know, the guy's like, you know, oh, man, I forgot to give an extra prescription for Joe uh, while I'm on vacation. Well, which is kind of play for laughs, which in the 90s would be funny. Yeah. Kind of scary today if you're a therapist yep. and you forget to leave a prescription, so... No bad, yeah. Now you'd probably just be able to go on your smartphone and right, you know, right, send right. it in. 
Well, I'm sure that the, 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 if this was um, aired today, there'd be a big political fight. You know, what does that mean? You know, <laughs> no. are guns to blame or is therapists to you know forget to leave prescriptions to blame? So, yeah. all kind, all kinds of crazy stuff with that. So, that's all notes I have. And was I missing anything? Well, this is Craig? the uh, first. <laughs> so. Well, this is the first official episode, I guess you could say, for Susan, the full episode. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was in the other episode, but the singular two-part episode here that they had. This is uh, Susan's introduction. And, of course, she would you know, go on to be in several other episodes and, uh, of course, rub everybody the wrong way and get killed off. So uh, that's part of it. I, I do like how they, they, they finish this off with the whole thing was about you know trying to fight this ticket. And then what happens? They come to... I think they're even bragging about maybe not getting the ticket, you know, counted against Newman at the, at the coffee shop. And then of course he's getting a ticket possibly for double parking or parking illegally or wherever. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of a fun little callback and way to kind of bring it to a close. Very good. Um, any of your thoughts on this episode? I, I kind of went for all the notes I had. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Um, Laura, do you have up what's coming up next week? Well, next week, Craig, you have a lot of work to do because, you know, the two of us are already done. Yeah, you guys um, are way ahead of me. Next yeah. week is another, the first part of another two-parter, but it's two, it's meant to be two episodes. Um, the Seinfeld parents come to town because uh, uh, Jerry's dad has a back problem. Yeah. Um, Elaine comes back. Um, it's the wallet. Yeah. The Velcro wallet. <laughs> that uh, I gotta say, and this this is one of my absolute pet peeves: the waiting in the waiting room. You know, the out. You have the outside waiting room, and then you go to the inside waiting room. Oh, and he's, I, I wrote down that, well, you'll see it, but I wrote down that he's my spirit animal in this episode. <laughs> the way he's like screaming, you know, where, when are you, did you forget I was in here? <laughs> oh, it's one of my things. Very good. Um, let me, I, man, it's been, been a long day. I'm going to try to have these podcasts up tonight, but a wild night of podcasting that I want to promo that you guys got to check out. Um, we had two Steelers segments last night. The Steelers opened their preseason. So we have one segment where we talked about the game last week. And we have another segment talk about the game uh, this upcoming Saturday. But the really craziness happened. And I'd like to get your guys' thoughts about it, if you have any quick thoughts. Um, we talked about a Texas church that um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but in some churches, they redo popular movies or um, Broadway productions into Christian stories in hopes of trying to get people to come. Well, um, they had Iron Man a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, we talked about how Iron Man was being performed at uh, a Canada church. And they, they had Iron Man being crucified and they played REM's It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine. Uh, but this guy crucifying Iron Man who played Jesus did that. And then Jesus came back to life singing, I get knocked down, I get up again, you're never going to keep me down. So yeah. we were yeah. talking about that. And um, 
Joe, who's the actor in our three guys that get together to talk, was sharing about you can't do that. I mean, it's piracy when you, you know, you can't just illegally rewrite stories. So last night we talked about a church over the weekend in Texas that redid Hamilton. Yes. Which was nuts. Oh, okay. Where Hamilton got saved and they changed the words around and they rewrote some of the big songs in it. And Hamilton was actually nice about it because they <laughs> could have sued him off the planet pretty much. He but did. They, well, it was a cease and desist order. They, they didn't oh, okay. officially sue him, but they actually let him do the play. But they said the issue becomes when you put it on the internet. Because the first night they put it online all over YouTube and everything, and they said that that was a problem. So uh, we talked about that. We also talked about the right stuff. Uh, we're all married here, so we probably won't be able to use it. But there's a conservative MAGA website where you can date people. If you're looking for fellow MAGA-like people, oh. you can go on the right stuff. And, uh, and it's weird because for women, it's free, premium free. But for men, they charge you. So we we're trying to figure out why they would charge women for this and not men. So, And then we talked about a story that Laura's pro Laura probably heard of. Uh, Cedar Point over the weekend, a couple made love on the Ferris wheel at Cedar Point. So we talked about that. And we also talked about in Fremont, Craig, you leave oh. Fremont and all the good stories happen. Oh boy, what happened? There was a couple. I don't know if they were dating or just two women riding together. They uh, tried to pass a bad check at Fremont um, Bank. Mm. Uh, they escaped capture, and they drove down the highway at 100 miles per hour until their car ran out of gas. So uh, they were trying to replicate the movie Thumb and Louise, I think. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. So what we talked about, and this is where it got a little weird, we talked about the whole idea of should Ohio ban Florida people from Ohio? Because these are all Florida people. The guy involved in the making love was from Florida, and the two women were from Florida. Oh, so, well, I mean, I, I don't know, Lord. Should we ban people from Florida coming up and doing weird things here in Ohio? Uh, well, I mean, did you ever do you ever follow that? I don't even know if it still exists. That man from Florida Twitter account. I've heard of it. I haven't followed it. But... It's pretty funny. You can even, you can even go, I guess you can even like Google something where you put like Florida man and then the, the date of your birthday. <laughs> and you just get a bunch of fun stuff that Floridians have done on your birthday. Well, and you get in trouble. Like, we're not saying let's ban people from the Middle East because now you're like, hey, you're racist or whatever. Florida's a very diverse state. I mean, there's white people, black people. All kinds of different people in Florida. <laughs> so if we ban people from Florida, we're not being racist. We're just maybe status and everything. So we were trying to figure out if that would help. And um, Paul, one of the our pastor, who's a podcaster, said, "Isn't that aren't you generalizing people? Well, sometimes you have to do that. But again, it's not racist. You're just saying if you're from Florida, get out. So I know. <laughs> so we talked about that." Um, your guy's silence, I think you're glad you probably weren't on that one, but it was okay. So, yeah, um, and quick, Craig, what's going on with you and George tonight? George, oh, take George. Oh, sorry. We're going to be a, big, a couple of uh, big releases here, but streaming. We're gonna He's going to look at She-Hawk, Attorney at Law, which is on Disney+, Plus. just came out today. 
And then the big, big one is House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel oh, yeah. that will be out on HBO Max. A lot of excitement around that. George will uh, get an early screen of that. So can't wait to see his uh, thoughts on those two shows. She-Hulk lore, I'm, I'm not sure if you heard about it. I heard it's described kind of like an Ally McBeal. You know, there's like a bunch of those, isn't it? Um, oh, with the Hulk or? No, with like different, like, I'm terrible, so don't laugh at me, but I don't know which ones are Marvel or, you know, the other, whatever the other one is. Right. <laughs> like, right. I heard there was like, I think there's another one too. I forget which one. But really? like, with okay. women at the center. Like it's okay. she whatever, not you know, not like the regular ones, like she ra, you know, but I don't I, I'm I'm willing to give it a try. I, I think sometimes those when they redo a movie or a show with women in the center, sometimes it gets a real bad rap. But it's actually pretty interesting. I I had on Oceans Eight. I haven't seen that for a few years. And Oceans I liked Eight it. was good, yeah. It was better than I expected. Yeah, everyone gave a garbage saying, oh man, it's not, they're just ripping off the guides. But no, I, Sandra Bullock, I thought, did a good job. It, it was pretty good. So, all right. Anything else you guys want to promote? Or any? No. Um, I'll say this, starting to say this in the podcast support local journalism. As you guys know, we are all employed by Gannett. It's been kind of a tough time for Gannett recently. We're also employed, so we're happy, but uh, some of our friends aren't. And um, support local journalism. Your support is what keeps people employed. So just, you know, journalism's more important than ever right now for a lot of reasons if you look at the news. So help us out. Uh, support your local paper. If it's one of Gannett, great. If you don't have a Gannett paper in your area, support whatever your local paper is. It's very important. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. Uh, on my TV now, I got Newman yelling at Kramer in the courthouse. So I, I'm at a good, a good part of the episode. So, yeah. all, all right, for Laura and Craig, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the Seinfeld Show. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer, you know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.